Welcome to the Hidden Agendas podcast, where five old friends talk a little bit of shit about whatever they think of whilst trying to subtly sneak in a secret topic that the other fellow podcasters or podcast hosts are not aware of. I'm Toby. I'm Kyle. I'm Clarence. I'm Rob. And I'm Motto. And this is Hidden Agendas. Uh, Thank you for joining us this week. I have no problems, Toby. <laughs> Thank you. I had I had a thought of a an interesting thing to start with, which is a bit of a background to the dear listeners, uh, all twelve of them, uh, about how this concept came about. Because uh, they may not be aware that we've been doing this in a non-recorded form for a good number of years now, and everyone agrees with me. That's great. Oh, that was, it sounded like you were going to keep talking and start actually explaining it. That's why I was like, I was waiting. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting I, I, something else. Yeah, I agree. I felt like I was talking for too long. And you just stopped. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was a bit of an inflection there, Toby. Well, basically every party or every meeting we used to have, some of us would bring a topic that we hoped would be brought up. And we had the whole night to try to get it inserted, but weren't very successful even then <laughs> in the early days. If you haven't... um listen to any earlier episodes and you plan on doing it stop now because i'm about to do a spoiler the spoiler is we have not had a successful hidden agenda discussed and when we did it for fun as friends around the dinner table we still had zero success um i guess the difference being we revealed our topics via text message as we left the event um only to be like oh good topic but we never discussed how we tried to put it in which is i guess a new a new spin a twist on an old system yeah but we did have a big a big system in place for if someone did win which we never got to do then we would all judge if it was worthy as a win depending on how obscure the topic was and did they push too hard to get that topic in the conversation and then we're going to do a judge-based system but we never even got to do that (laughs) yeah we we had a whole system in place that never got used yeah, so I think the, the the good thing about making it into podcast form is we can sort of set ourselves the goal that the day someone finally gets it into the podcast, we can stop doing the podcast. Um, so we should get to a good four hundred or five hundred episodes. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> did anyone did anyone else have a weird sound just hit them in years? Yeah, I did. I thought I just got bitch slapped by sound. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got bitch slapped by sound. <laughs> Clarence, do you remember any of the very obscure topics in the early days? I remember a lot of them. Um, well, pulp, pulp versus no pulp juice is always my favourite, I think. Do you think that's too generic? No. Nah. As in, as a topic or? Everyone wants to have a topic that's more obscure, don't they? I think once we get a, a win, maybe. <laughs> we could decide. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I want an obscure topic, like. I think the benefit or the joy of the whole process is that the topic can literally be anything, whether it's a common household item uh, or if it is a full uh, sort of thesis on the Spanish Inquisition. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, because it's all about will it just act, like come up in some fashion when we talk about the bullshit we talk about. Yeah. For everyone yeah. listening too, I think someone uh, predicted, maybe it was Clarence, that in the seventh episode, someone would win. So we're one episode away. Yeah. That's true. Before oh. this started, it was the seventh episode that someone would win. 
I think it was the eighth episode that we had Joe Rogan join us <laughs> as a special guest. He's lined up, ready to go. Joey oh. boy, if you're listening. Yeah, his special topic will just be UFC, and it's just like, no, we, we knew it was going to be that, mate. Come on. Great prediction. <laughs> well, didn't, Clarence, didn't you have once something about lettuce? Um, was there a wilted lettuce or that... Um, Whatever the regular lettuce is called, cos? No, not cos. Iceberg. Iceberg. Yeah. Because you liked iceberg lettuce better than other lettuces. Which is a reasonable... Because I remember, was it Kyle and I were making one of the salads one time? One of the salads. One of the two we've ever eaten. (laughs) We made... We're making the bogan salad. The bogan salad, yeah, with like... Cheese. The iceberg and just tomatoes. And tomatoes, yeah. (laughs) Blocks of cheese. Yeah, yeah. One and a half <laughs> jars of mayonnaise and iceberg lettuce. You put cos in it, it ruins the salad. It ruins the salad. There's too much class in cos. <laughs> Dress a bogan salad up with um, shredded carrot. Oh, that's a classic, yeah. Um... I don't, I'm not a big fan of the shredded carrot. Love carrot, but the shredded is a bit weird. Dep- I think it's like depends mm, how shredded. Be, even in actually, how sh- there's yeah. variations on yeah, the shredded. Yeah, yeah. I think you need to elaborate on the level of shredding. Like there's a thick shred, and then it's like a really thin sliced shred that's come from the grater. So it's just the thickness of the shred. Yeah, which one's good? I, th- I feel like the the thicker it is, the more acceptable it is. Once it becomes really like shredded from a grater, like the thinner the carrot slice is, the worse it is. But that's not shredded if it's a slice. Yeah, that's true. A shredded carrot is quite literally whacked into a cheese grater. That's if you cut it really, really thin. How about avocado? Isn't avocado fancy? Oh, yeah, no, avocado <laughs> yeah. is fancy. Oh, no, yeah, you can never put an avocado in a bogan salad. No. Just too fancy yeah. for a bogan salad. Nor ever buy a house <laughs> if you've used avocado. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Cucumber? Cucumber goes well in a bogan salad? Yes. I mean, that's a, you have to have cucumber in it, though. So what's the, what's the fundamentals? What are the primary, like, what are the necessary ingredients? I think the bare minimum, I think it has to be iceberg lettuce. Yeah. And tomatoes. Yeah. I feel like those two are just fundamental. Wedges of tomatoes. None of this cherry nonsense. It, it needs <laughs> lots of mayonnaise, and it absolutely needs blocks yeah. of cheese. Yeah. Cube cheese. <laughs> yeah, the cheddar, like the tasty or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and not the not, <laughs> not chopped, just straight out of the packet. Yeah, you buy the cube cheese in excess because then some of it you put on the cheese platter with toothpicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hana, yeah. And you kill two birds. The bogan auntie pasta with the bogan salad. <laughs> we craft mayonnaise too. We've got to actually, yeah. we've got to have a bogan party where everyone has to bring the most bogan thing they can think of as a, as a consumable. Um, well, VB or Melbourne bitter long necks, actually. <laughs> Melbourne bitter long neck. Long necks are very bogan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a family staple. The uh, Melbourne bitter long neck. Well, they can't sell it at the moment, anyway, in the pubs. They can't. Why not? Well, they well the pubs aren't open, and so the all the uh, like the beer companies are buying the kegs back from the oh. from the uh, stores and just having massive parties. <laughs> but why can't they sell Melbourne bitter? Yeah, in a long neck. Why, sorry, they can sell the long neck. That mean tap the keg beer they can't sell. If anyone from Melbourne Bitters listening to this, um, shoot us an email and um, we'll spruik your beer a bit more and give us a couple of cases. Hiddenagendaspod at gmail.com. Melbourne Bitters selling somewhere. 
Northern Territory just opened up all their pubs. That's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I thought you were going to go Melbourne Bitters. Isn't that quite popular now, hipster-wise? Oh, it's super hipster. Because isn't it got, like, it's become more expensive? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it necessarily has become expensive. <laughs> it's popular because it's cheap. You can drink Melbourne Bitter, ironically. Does that mean we can eat bogan salad, ironically? <laughs> <laughs> Do you just want bogan salad? <laughs> Bogan salad in the in the um, the old rat hole. Um, <laughs> you mean your mouth? <laughs> yeah, my yeah, mouth. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> I couldn't even see the video of his face, and I still didn't get it. <laughs> um, that's where the cubes of cheese are going into the rat hole. <laughs> the, the, the old cube cheese hole. Just pop that bogan salad in. Yeah, probably um, within the last month, I've had a bogan salad. Where did you have a bogan salad, or did you make it yourself? I um. Made it, yeah. It's a deliberate, it was a deliberate move. So you are a bogan. <laughs> <laughs> Being friends for nearly 20 years, if you're learning that now. <laughs> I'm proud to say I don't drink Melbourne Bitter, ironically. <laughs> so what did you put in the salad? Um, <laughs> iceberg lettuce. <laughs> Apart from the basics. <laughs> no, it was. It was a bogan salad. I didn't dress it up. It was... Blocks of cheese, iceberg lettuce, all the mayo in the fridge, a bit, bit of tomato. See, I don't think I've ever done mayo on a bogan salad. I'm always a French dressing for the I, bogan I was about salad. to say, yeah, I was used to the French, French <laughs> or Italian dressing. Oh, la, la. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Paul Newman's own. Bogan salad. Shake the bottle thing. That's too fancy. Oh, yeah, yeah, the bottle, yeah. sorry. I thought you were going like the, the fancy range of the craft. Oh, no. It kind of has a bit of ranch mayo sort of style. No, just the real bogany one. It kind of always tasted to me... As if I was eating McDonald's. Like, you know, McDonald's has that kind of, like, generic flavour the whole place has. Yeah. One of those dressings, I can't remember which one it is, has that kind of feel to me. Is that because you got Big Macs by any chance? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah it's the pickles. The dill pi- it, pickles are in the vinegar and the French dressing is vinegar, so. Oh, solved my mystery for me, Toby. Yeah, like, well, like, I'm I'm here to crush dreams and... <laughs> oh, no, no. Don't worry, you didn't crush your dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not smashing bottles of dressing hoping I was at McDonald's. That was, that was, everyone was out there getting canned foods before quarantine and you were just loading up in the supermarket with your French dressing. <laughs> Gotta neck this shit. Essence of McDonald's. <laughs> People that you're referring to as bogans, what kind of uh, hobbies say bogan? Oh. Uh, hobbies. I mean, is drinking a hobby? It feels too general, I think. Well, it's got to be. I mean, again, is watching sport a hobby? Because I feel like yeah, yeah, like watching AFL. Arts, no, motorsports. Yeah, I was going to say racing, V eight, or V8. or their hobby is owning a Holden or Ford. V eight is definitely a bogan sport. <laughs> yes, cleaning your car as a hobby well, and thinking that's important. What do you mean <laughs> thinking it's important? No, it is the only thing that's important, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Quietly owning a Holden or a Ford isn't Bogan then, is it? Who will solve the Holden or Ford debate if not the Bogans? Well, I mean, Ford solved it because they went bankrupt, didn't they? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Wasn't it the uproar when Toyota tried to nuzzle their way in or Nissan or something? Nissan. Nissan used to race at um, Bathurst. Oh, oh, no. I'm a Bogan. Oh, really? Damn it. 
I think the reality is there's some strong bogan blood. Races shouldn't involve more than two types of cars. What's that? Races shouldn't involve more than two types of brands, should they? Yes. Sorry? As in, like, you can only have two types in a race. Does that does that count for everything? That's what they do do, in, isn't that in V8 racing in Australia? It's literally just two brands? Yeah. I thought, yeah. yeah, I thought it was just. And they have supercars. It's very no, strange. like Red Bull Racing, and he's got different cars from. That's Formula One. Yeah, but that's still racing, isn't it? Yeah, that's Formula One. But... <laughs> no, but <laughs> not on the same track. Red Bull Racing is their own team. They only use one car. <laughs> that's a new sport. I'm not that's asking, a great sorry, sport. Shut up! I'm not saying I'm racing Formula One. <laughs> Tone it down. I'm saying that in Formula One, there's more than two fancy flat cars. There's more than two varieties. I'm sure there's like Volkswagen do it. I'm sure Ferrari do it. And a third one, Porsche, maybe do it. Volkswagen. But isn't it with that, with the Formula One, like the Red Bull car is just last year's Ferrari model normally? Because they just, they Red Bull don't make cars, so they have to buy a car from someone. I don't know why I said Red Bull, all right? <laughs> Not sure. I understand my point was to, to point out how silly supercars is. That, that's, it's, a, it's a new sport. <laughs> have Ferraris race the V8s. <laughs> I mean, that would be interesting because you'd have the track perhaps set up for a V8 race, so the Ferraris wouldn't be able to hit top speed quite yeah. so often. But on the straight, yeah, exactly. they'd smash it, so... <laughs> So when you can blow people's minds with like and back up this year, guys, we've got um also a Skoda, so <laughs> Holland, Ford, and Skoda. So it's all it's the it's the big three now. Volvos too. I always think of Skodas as um bikes because they sponsor the Tour de France, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'd be into cycling, aren't yeah. they? Which is weird, yeah. right? It's like a car company. It's like yeah, I know. <laughs> They're a car. Look at, look at this. Do this. It's much better for the environment. Much better for your health. Cars in the Tour de France. Um, that's two French things, by the way. So if you've got a topic around France, you might have just missed your second in. Um, or it was my topic. Don't reveal. Uh, don't don't reveal. If you manage to hidden agenda, you just sit there smugly like this. Which essentially would be revealing. <laughs> I tell you, I'm the worst out of the five. That I, I realise that I quite often do things that you can't hear, and so I have to explain. I just did like a, a face you do after you get a strike, and you pretend like you always get strikes in bowling. You get a strike, and you're like, "Yeah, just turn around." Just, yeah, no, nothing. You know, that, that face, strike face, reference to Carl Barron. I was going to say there are only two bikes in Tour de France. Um, is that your norm? Are you not normally like good at bowling? Anyone? Anyone ever got the straight 300? No, I don't even have to hear their answer. There's no way any of us have got 300. No offence, but none of you have got uh, No. <laughs> no. How much time do you think we spent attempting bowling? Do you count a score if you use the gutter ball thing, like the um, gutter barriers? I still don't think I could get 300. No, nah, I couldn't get it. I'd still fail. No, like, if you were going to say my best score in bowling is, would you focus on... Would you ignore the times when the gutters were, like, off? I never had the bumpers on. You had the bumpers on? What are you talking about? You know... It, you yeah, know, if, you, if you claim your best score in bowling as an adult was when you had bumpers on... I don't think it matters. 
Even as a child, I think. <laughs> I don't think it matters. What if I haven't gone bowling since I was a little kid? Then you've had a great life, Toby, if you haven't. I mean, to be honest, I went bowling for, I think it was my 21st. No, that can't be right. Maybe it was my 30th. Some big event we went bowling. It's a big gap. Because we stayed on the rooftop at Melbourne Central. Uh, dear listener, just that reveals that perhaps I'm in Australia. Um, and there's a bowling place right next door. Mm. I think it's called Strike Bowling. I think I remember the last time I went bowling, all that happened was I got like a blood blister on my thumb. How many frames did you bowl? Oh, because of your pinch. Because every time... I know, yeah. I, I, <laughs> as every time I'd bowl, it, like, it would nick the top of my like thumb as it was coming yeah. off my hand. Well, obviously. You <laughs> <laughs> those special gloves? You're doing it wrong. Nah, I should have just bowled under, like, between my legs. This is why I think there's no way you can get 300. I stand by my statement. You're supposed to, you know that air waft that comes out and you're supposed to, like, dry your hand on the air waft? When I found that out, I was like, my life has changed. I didn't know that. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) My life has changed. (laughs) And that's why you're only getting spares. Well, look, I feel like the last thing to go back after coronavirus will be 10 pinball. That's just like a haven for touching the same shit everyone else. No, there was there was some special like what to do and what not to do for bowling. I think it was in the US, maybe. They're saying, you know, make sure you don't touch anyone else's balls. And I mean, that's generally good advice anyway. (laughs) But um, specifically at 10 pin bowling. Yeah. To to prevent transfer. I love it. Only in the US. I feel like champion bowling is only really popular there. It's probably not even that popular there. <laughs> is that where it's from? I don't know. It's in all the like pop culture shows that we the champion bowling teams, all those comedy shows where it's the fat, ugly guy with the super hot chick, which happens all the time. It is in a lot of TV shows. And the Big Lebowski. Don't forget the Big Lebowski. What's it in that? Yeah, there's bowling the in the Big Lebowski. Yeah, oh. they, they have a bowling thing in it. Oh, he bowls. It's these <laughs> I think, unless I'm thinking of a different movie. <laughs> I just want to check, is Watto alive? <laughs> yes, yes, Watto's alive. Okay, good. Just... <laughs> <laughs> we need proof of life over here. I don't think there was even just a bit of a pause and silence after you asked the question, and did everyone think, oh no, he's actually not. Just... He hasn't been there for the last 15 minutes. We just woke him up. There's just, uh, 10 pin bowling is just not one of my favourite topics, let's be honest. It's not my, well, I'm surprised we've spoken about it for this. <laughs> I used to get a... You were the one who said, you, you were the one who mentioned it. Me? No, I wasn't. No, I, I said strike face, yeah, I did. But I didn't realise it was going to be the way we went with the conversation, did I? Otherwise I wouldn't have said strike face. It's probably my least favourite bogan hobby. It is. What about mini golf? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Is it a Bergen hobby? Is it mini golf is pref- mini golf's preferable to um, strike uh, bowling? <laughs> strike face to bowling. I, I I think mini golf's fun. I'm prepared to admit that. You're a Bergen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine. No, mini golf is more fun. But then once you get to close to the 18th hole, you're like, I'm done. That's also because I'm shit at it, so it takes me a lot longer to get that far into the game. That's because you don't have the attention span to follow yeah, through with it. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> this is why I've never played real golf. Oh, God, you'd make it to the third hole. <laughs> Dude, if I was lucky, I'd hit the ball as close to the car park as I can so I can just go that way. <laughs> uh, Rob, do you want to play um, a bit of mini golf? Yeah, yeah, how do we 
we play this? Uh, you hit the ball in the hole. Oh, wicked. This is fun. All right. Now what? We do it again. Again. <laughs> 17 more times. <laughs> <laughs> I had my 20 bucks worth with one. But this one has a windmill in the way. Ooh. Remember that fun game mini golf we played last week? Oh, yeah. This one's like that, but the <laughs> holes are much farther away. <laughs> it's pretty hard to play, play 18 holes of golf. Like, you need a lot of time. And I don't patience. think if you're good, it takes that long, does it? I mean, I've never played good. I've only ever played rubbish. It takes me a very long time. <laughs> but none of us are good. It does take a long time, but I'm not very good. I think so. the first hole goes pretty quick. You're like, okay. And then you're like, all right, it's been six hours and we're on the seventh. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> not for me. really slowed down here. I can just carry an esky with me, though. Yeah. Is that a bogan sport? So that'll be all right. Golf. Can it be considered bogan? Golf can be across all classes. Yeah. Originally, I would have said, thought no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think there's many bogans that oh, play golf. Oh, for sure. Smash a few tinnies at the driving range. Yeah, they love that <laughs> shit. You're describing a lot of things I do, boys. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't mind doing that. That's yeah, that's fun. where I would be. <laughs> Because that way, when I get bored, I can just keep drinking, you guys can keep hitting, and I'll just talk shit. Except, instead of tinnies, can I have boutique gin and tonics? Oh, well, now you've just changed it at all. <laughs> but yes, I will allow it, because I will join. <laughs> no no long necks. Can we discuss, he didn't say gin and tonic, lads. He said boutique. Boutique, yeah. <laughs> so he's also like, no Gordon. Ugh. Yeah, I, was <laughs> yeah. gonna, I was about to say that. None of this beefy shit. <laughs> Out of here. I need it made locally, <laughs> but not from elderflower, from a whole different type of yeah, berry. Yeah, well, lavender. From Australian botanicals. <laughs> lavender. That would taste good in my rat hole. <laughs> and we've, as we've established, it has no taste. It only has a smell. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's right. Lavender gin. So much aroma. No flavor. Is that your uh, advertisement? Yeah. That's why that's why I proudly drink Melbourne Bitter. Send me a slab, Melbourne Bitter. To, to call back uh, mispronounced things, uh, do you say advertisement or advertisement? I just say ad. It's like I say gin and tonic and not boutique gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> when do you need to say advertisement or advertisement? Oh, it's just one of those things. I always got picked up as like as a kid. My parents would always critis- like always correct me because I'd always say it's wrong according to them. Oh, which one do you say and which one's correct? Wh- which way is wrong? <laughs> I think the correct one is advertisement and advertisement is American. They're very anti-American for I some reason. I would say advertisement, I reckon. <laughs> we, couldn't, we couldn't watch Seinfeld. We couldn't watch The Simpsons. All very American. You, well, you couldn't watch Seinfeld. That's a nope. deprived yes. childhood. No, of course. You didn't watch... When did you... Did you ever watch The Simpsons? Of course he's watched The Simpsons. Eventually, yeah. No, eventually, but not as a kid. Not everyone's watched The Simpsons. You know Toby has. I've watched minimal of The Simpsons. Yeah, Toby definitely has. I have. I I thought he has, but then I was like, he said he wasn't allowed to. I am, you know, past my living at home phase. I know not all of us are, but I'm past my living at home phase. (laughs) Remember that gift we bought him of The Simpsons thing? (laughs) That would, have been, that would have been a very weird gift to give to someone. So we're getting Toby this Simpsons thing. Jeez, oh, I hope he's seen it. Uh, I was, I'd say advertisement, I think. So you, you're an American? Maybe maybe I'd slip an advertisement in there somewhere if I said it quickly or something. I don't know. No, I would always say, yeah, I'd say advertisement. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I'd say advertisement. advertisement. I'd never say either. It doesn't. I'd never use that word in a sentence. Proudly. Are you the sort of person that only ever says apps and never says application? Yeah. 
Yeah, who is saying application? Me. Did you download that new application on your phone? I think it's called TikTok. <laughs> Can I call back to a few episodes ago where Toby said he was with it? Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, Toby said he was with it two episodes ago. And yet again, he's proven why he is not with it at all. <laughs> But I think it's pretty with it to say, excuse me, boys, have you downloaded that new application? Um, I got the premium version, so no advertisements for me. <laughs> I think you mean no advertisements. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, Toby, that's yours to take. <laughs> I, mean, I don't mean to be, I mean, I do mean to be uh, pedantic about it. What is motto? Is Ooh. don't save anything for the swim back. That's dangerous. Does anyone know the movie it comes from? Don't save anything for the swim back. Yes. Uh, no. Gattaca. Correct. Yes. It's a yes. Yeah. Basically, it's a serious what is motto, and it is a real what is motto. Uh, as in, uh, if you're going to put effort into something, don't leave anything uh, remaining. So go all out. And that's how, in Gattaca, the younger brother finally wins the swim race. And he was the non-genetically made up or Correct. Yeah. configured. He's a genetically inferior brother. Uh, like me and my siblings. So it was all, it's designed for just kill yourself doing yeah. that one uh, thing. I mean, that's taking it very literally. But, <laughs> yes, it's a great motto uh, to live by. It's literally, it is literally what you said. Don't save anything. So when you do have to swim back, you'll die. But you did win that one time. But you achieved your goal. <laughs> Hang on, I'm not for sure I fully understand this motto. Go like, all in. Go all in. It's effectively a go all in. But in a nicer way. Yeah. Do you remember the movie? Yeah, oh yeah. He yeah. holds it with his left. No, Clarence. Yeah. He's pretending to be a right-handed man. He holds his penis with his left hand when I he's mean, urinating into a part cup. Of the movie. And that's how the doctor uh, knew that he was lying. <laughs> He's a very smart man. That's pretty unlucky. I don't think there's many. I don't even think left-handed people hold their penis with their left hand. I am a left-hander, and I'm not a left-hander. Oh, really? I feel silly saying that now. Just right. one of those things. I mean, I'm a bit ambidextrous in general. Well, did anyone have the topic of who's holding which penis with which hand? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that was Watto's motto for this week. <laughs> Don't hold it with your left hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, not if you're trying to pretend to be a right-handed man. Give it all you've got. Give it all you've got. No, no, no. It was um, for the swim back. Don't save anything for the swim back. So I have a related Watto motto type query on that exact Watto motto. And that is, is it wrong in this life, if we are not saving anything for the swim back, to pick fruit from someone's tree that's overhanging a sidewalk. No. You shouldn't do it. No, no, it's not wrong. Oh, okay. What about if it's... <laughs> I was going to say, Rob, if Rob was like, no, 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 you better not take it. <laughs> no, no, I'm totally like, go for it. Rob's all for the free fruit. Yeah, I've taken my neighbour's lemons multiple times. Yeah, and it's within their boundary too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, you have to explain. The, oh, so like I live in like a, a group of units. 
and one of the units on the side of their house has a big lemon tree. I'd surely be okay with it, though. Yeah, I, I know so. them. And I... Oh, so that's not stealing. Do they know that you're no. taking the lemons, though? <laughs> but I was making cocktails and I needed lemons, so... So the end justifies <laughs> the greater good. Yeah, totally. When it's cocktails, Watto, yeah. Good point. Is this, is this one of your ISO cocktails? Yeah, it was one of the ISO cocktails. <laughs> how has your how has your ISO week off been? Oh, like, just swell. Just stealing lemons? Yeah. <laughs> Living, it, not saving anything for the swim back? Pretty much it. <laughs> no, the, whole, like, <laughs> the whole week is just a constant struggle of going... I don't think I can have a beer just yet. That's pretty much been my week. Lemons are a fairly bogan garnish. I prefer a rosemary and raspberry with my boutique gin tonics. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously the gin is not just gin. It's a floral infused gin of some mm, form. Nah. No limes for you. Did you do the rosemary and ras- was it raspberry together? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. Together? Together. What? Rosemary and raspberry in a gin. Mm, that's a weird mix together. Yeah. It is. No, I don't think so. Doesn't strawberry go with rosemary? And I know strawberries and raspberries are different things. Don't have to tell me that. But <laughs> yep. Good. Just, I'm, really I'm glad. glad. <laughs> um, is it an actual? Is it an actual raspberry? Is what? Is it an actual raspberry or is it some sort of flavouring? <laughs> no, no. It's an actual raspberry. A fresh raspberry. So you don't get any flavour because you haven't smushed it. Oh no, I smush it with it's the ice. Just there, smush ah. it with the ice, then pour in the gin. Is it like that kind of thing? How sweet and savoury goes well together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like in weird combos on shit. I'm not that blown away by it. I don't think it's that weird. The combination of raspberry and rosemary. Raspberries. Nah, seems fine to me. I had a gin with uh, chili in it. That was not good. Really. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was just I'd previously had a delicious blueberry gin and then following it with a chilli one was a bit... Mm. Uh, I think it also depends on the botanicals. I think it depends on... <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. I think it depends on the botanicals in the gin, right? Like, they've got the different essences. I don't, oh. know, why, I don't know why everyone's laughing. I agree with you. It's just because when, like... Gin has become just as wanky as other shit, and I love it. Like, I really do love gin. But the worst part is when you talk about botanicals to someone. Just the, the just naming it botanicals yeah. is like, oh, gin. Lemon myrtle. Lemon myrtle. <laughs> Australian pepperberry. Ooh, that, you're drinking a lot of Australian gin, I can tell, I from your like botanicals. Botanicals in my gin um, are yeast, <laughs> barley, and hops. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeast. Hops. So yeast reminds me. Nah, of- Melbourne Bitter doesn't have hops, right? <laughs> Isn't hops flavour? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what's in that brown liquid? <laughs> Melbourne Bitters is like where they've got the factory there, right on the Yarra. They just pull up some liquid from the Yarra, leave it to fester for a week, and then whack it in a keg. Delicious. Dilute it with some actual pure water and then... <laughs> Just to cut it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Melbourne Bitter was my first I think I can drink beer drink because uh, I had a six-pack when I was... Uh, Hang on, uh, what do you mean when you say... 
What do you mean when you say, I think I can drink beer? Oh, well, because when you're young, when you're very young and people are drinking beer, you kind of try it to go like, oh, yeah, I can drink beer. Yeah. And you're going, well, beer's not nice. Why do people drink this? Exactly. I mean, yeah. at one party, I had a six pack of Melbourne yeah. Bitter because that's all I had. And I managed to get through it and went, oh, if I drink that, I guess I don't mind beer anymore. Yeah, because when you make the transition so, from vodka cruises, it's really hard. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> double blacks. You go from that, like, instant sugar hit to something like that. I think vodka yeah. cruises' mistake is they only have one botanical per bottle. <laughs> <laughs> what botanical have you got? Uh, it just says blue. <laughs> <laughs> Which is tricky. They needed all the colours of the rainbow. They couldn't think of a blue flavour, so they just... Blue heaven. What is the blue flavour? No idea. Is it like lemonade? I thought it was like Arctic... Like Gatorade. Is it something... It's just something whimsical that means nothing. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. What flavour is this? Arctic Blitz. Ooh, yum, yeah. Mmm. Okay. <laughs> we've got... We've got lemon lime, forest berry, and Arctic Blitz. Oh, okay. It's a, definitely a flavour. Tastes like a glacier. <laughs> I recently had a conversation with a lady who said that ginger cures nausea, which there is some evidence that ginger does help with nausea. Is that if it's mixed with turmeric? The way she was obtaining her ginger was through Schweppes ginger soda, which has no ginger. Funnily enough. <laughs> no, she was mixing it with that, that thing where you tell children if they give like, if you give a kid flat lemonade, then their tummy settles. What? Did you ever have that as a kid? Flat lemonade was bed yeah. good for a sore stomach? Oh, yeah. Flat, flat lemonade's meant yeah, to be well, a cure for a lot of Sugar water, right? Well, I had a debate with someone a very long time ago that they said that it was well known that if you're feeling sick, you have to have lemonade and um, crackers. And chicken soup. Chicken soup, I've heard. <laughs> but I've never heard, like, you go and you get lemonade and, like, salada biscuits. And that's how you cure your nausea. Yeah, because it's, it's bland, right? It's just bland. Anything bland you could use. Yeah. Wait, you mix you mix them together? No, you don't mix them together. Oh, like, are you making a soup with the salad <laughs> biscuits? Them into the <laughs> or a smoothie? Like a slurry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> delicious. I mean, put it into a blender. With a raspberry. Oh, like, I feel like that would entice my nausea. Oh, next, next gin and tonic. Sorry, my mistake. Next boutique gin and tonic you make, what I... Um, use the botanicals, the salada and lemonade. To, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm done. That's the rest of the sentence. I'll add some chicken soup and then it'll be a real tonic. <laughs> well, we're bogans. Like we, we're, we've gone from like we're now adding saladas and sprite <laughs> to gin. It's more palatable well, though. It's mix in palatable. a cheese cube and you're sweet. What was that? Sorry. Mix in a cheese cube and you're good to go. <laughs> and garnish with a uh, cherry tomato. Oh, you can't go cherry. That's too fancy. That's getting fancy. Is it? Oh, sorry. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Way he too was rosemary and raspberry before. That's pretty fancy. Do you grow your own? Oh, I was thinking on the boat. No, no, no. With the salada biscuits and lemonade, Clarence. Oh, yeah, we're thinking about the salad. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be a wedge of a whole tomato, not a, not a cherry. None of this <laughs> no, cherry sorry. business. It's all right. You're clearly not bogan enough. Value to weight ratio is uh, very it's, different, isn't it? It's got to be. It's got to be just right. Um, I think we're way past wrap up time, so I, I might 
as as host, I might cut us short on our delicious beverages uh, and ask Kyle whether his topic may have come up. What? My topic was Crufts. Oh. Which is the international oh. dog show. What? Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I know the one. What's it called? Crufts. They do it at like Thanksgiving or something, don't they? Like C R U F T S. Okay. What does it stand for? Canine running under fridges. Fences. Oh. It's no, it's oh, really? not an acronym. Yeah. It was some guy Crufts who was like a. He was uh, in the industry in the 1800s or something with dog food, and he was going around realizing that special breeds wanted more like boutique dog. Food. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they needed some botanicals in their dog food. Yeah. Or is that like the supermarket near me that has a pick and mix oh. of fancy dog treats in a whole section? Wait, so you could just accidentally pick and mix some dog food? No, no, no. It's in the different sections of the nut. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all just fancy That's dog treats. Scruffy's a picky dog. So chewy. Mm. So we didn't even Crufts. discuss animals, I don't think. I even find it hard to say the FTS, like Crufts. Well, I had birthstone, so we came just as close to mine. <laughs> and what is your birthstone? Like, birthstone? I, at some point, someone, I guess, arbitrarily allocated gems to people's birthdays based on... The month, the isn't month it? The year, isn't Where it? you get it's your energies from. You oh, know? Right. Like, if I lick rubies, it's going to have more power than. I was about to say, I think something. I am ruby. I, what month are you born in? I don't know. I'm just July. You're correct. Oh, really? <laughs> that means I'm also ruby. Yeah. And you, what? I, I don't what know you? what I am, but I just. Um, it, no, you no, just know July. There's a reason I know July. No, we're, no, we're happy with that one. We don't need to know why. <laughs> well, he's a June. He was hanging in the womb going, one more month than I can be Ruby. One more month than I can be Ruby. Get that sweet, sweet Ruby. He got, he got stuck with something like Topaz. <laughs> Fucking Topaz. It's not even the blue one. It's the yellow Topaz. Oh. <laughs> when I'm drinking my boutique botanicals, I can't talk about Topaz. <laughs> <laughs> Just pre- tells everyone he's born in July. So the reason I uh, know. What was, <laughs> yes, what, what, was what, your, what, what, what is what the was reason you know topic? July and no, no other month? The reason I know July is because you often, or it used to be traditional to get an engagement ring with the birthstone of the person you're buying for. So my wife is born in July, so I got her a ruby engagement ring. She wasn't born on the 4th of July, was she? Because she uh, there's a movie about that. My topic was heli fishing. Heli fishing? Oh, that's pretty... That sounds theory. like the sort of thing you would have done. It, well, I wanted to do it, and my wife is doing it tomorrow. Ah. And that was ah, the secret jealous. topic that she asked me. So, so do you dive out of the helicopter and tackle a fish? No, uh, not quite. I think you oh. fly to different places and then go fishing in spots that you know you, you can't really you get can't to. get to. Yeah, yeah. It's not anywhere near as exciting as I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, I was the same. I thought it had something to do with the chopper. And the other thing I was doing this whole episode <laughs> is that I wanted to get through the alphabet in order by starting with that letter at the, at the start of a sentence. Oh jeez! Wow. What'd you get up to? That's why you weren't talking. So you went quiet around X. Did, did you get? Did you get stuck with yes. the letter? <laughs> I got. I got stuck with X, and that's when I went quiet for about ten minutes. <laughs> and you asked me if I was still here. 
I couldn't think of a way to get X at the start of a sentence. Right. What are you still with us? You could have just thrown out, well, X-rays are, uh, X-rays required. I don't know. <laughs> I got nah, nothing. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it. I just could not get X into it. So. Jace, yeah, that's, that's intense. Tough. I got 23 letters in. I'm loving your little games, what That's pretty damn amazing. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Um, my topic yeah. was bacon and maple syrup. I made one attempt at saying savoury and sweet and hoping we could get there after the rosemary and raspberry situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I didn't like know how attempts. I was to steer it without blatantly going for pancakes and bacon and maple syrup. Yeah, yeah. If you had to go on pancakes, we wouldn't have given you the win, so it was the wise I know, decision. yeah, that's why I was like, yeah, I won't touch that. <laughs> Um, well, I have to show this. Let me just... Wait, is this your one? You do realise that all I've the... got a list, though, so I, so I just want to rip off all my other future ones, because this was... We discussed uh, significant one. others giving Toby us... One. Toby topics. One. So this is the first one Toby on one. the list. Hey, Can anyone see that? No. No? Strikes. It says strikes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean Strikes. Well, I meant, well, I thought, uh, <laughs> other meant union strikes or something like that. But someone just happened to a pond saying, you know how when you smile, like you've got a strike. Strike face. Wow. <laughs> Strikes. So you. I don't know if that counts. I'm really not sure if we're counting that. But we didn't really speak about the topic though. <laughs> well, that's why I started harping on about bowling so much. I think though, <laughs> if that was your actual topic, I think instead of revealing it so quickly, give us a chance to guess to see if we have any idea what your topic was, because it might've been a bit obvious when we reflect and then we could go, when you go, I got my topic, then we'll go, ah, but that said, I would not have guessed strikes. Like, well, I was never expecting it to come up to be perfectly honest. I'm pay- I'll pay yeah, it. A win, I'm happy man. with a pay. That's a win. I'm happy with a double meaning. I've got no issue with that at all. Yeah. It's a win. Because oh, well, that, that not that's only a win. was it no, just yeah. strikes, that's a win. it was, yeah. we did speak about strike Unless face. Unless you had yeah, union strikes. That's a win. One point to Toby. Who, who brought up who brought up ten pin bowling out of curiosity? The bogan over here, Clarence. Oh, no, and he didn't bring up ten pin bowling. He brought up strike face. No, he didn't bring up ten pin bowling. That's the thing. He brought up strike face, oh, wow. as in you get a strike and you yep. look really proud of yourself. And then were you just sitting there, Toby, being like, "Oh." Well, then I had to make sure. So, like, I was like, "We've got to stick on this for a bit longer." So I started talking about bowling and how, yeah, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, I tried to avoid saying strike myself as much as possible. Very good. The 300. Yeah, yeah the bumpers, the 300. I was just hopeful someone would start saying something about getting strikes. I, m- I mentioned you're only getting <laughs> spares, but uh, yeah. That's why you asked about the bumpers. <laughs> strike, strike, strike. I mean, strike. I don't know if it's my win, to be honest. I'm not sure if it's my win. I didn't come up with the topic and I didn't do anything to get us. Well, start. that's the point. That's how you win. Nah. <laughs> that, that is part of the point too. How do, you, how do you feel, Clarence, to be the... To, I'm fine with it. How I'm do you feel that you pretty much helped Toby out? So we're one episode early as well. Coming up with the time. Yeah, I'm a bit annoyed about the one episode early thing, but... <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I was almost <laughs> contemplating just not mentioning that it came up um, because of the one episode early, but I just didn't think it was worth uh, holding on. I have a list of future topics here. That's why I didn't want to show the whole page. <laughs> I am stunned. I am just yeah, dumbstruck. stunned. It has happened. Ah. Yeah. <sighs> That's cool. So that's it. We kind, of, we kind of suspected it was going to be Toby. How's that? To win. Ah, oh, with your mind maps and your notes. and Yeah, he's usually the more clever one. But, the, but, but bear in I've, mind. I've literally never taken notes other than edit points. Bear in mind this was his partner, <laughs> but she came up with it. So 
Yeah, she's she is the smart one. Of the yeah, she's of also yeah. She knows us all well enough. I kept getting a call this week yeah. from a private number, and every time I picked up, it was just someone whispering "dead people" and then hanging up. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was a really obscure thing to mention, to be honest. Because like, who comes up with strike faces that as as that? It's a Carl Barron reference. He made a really good, I think, hilarious joke where he talks about that face that you know people make when they get a strike. And because they they never get strikes, but they're trying to pretend like it's a normal thing for them to get a strike. And I, I think instantly everyone can imagine that person getting a strike and then turning around and just doing that face of like, there we are. Well, that's that's the face <laughs> I have right now, dear listener. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. It was all part of my my plan. <laughs> and, um, well, on that note, I've been Toby. I have been Clarence. I've been Rob. <laughs> I have been and am still Watto. I've been Kyle. Xylophone, zebra, and we're out. <laughs>